welcome to another episode of Shop Talk with Jeff and John. This week we are joined with two special guests, but we'll get to that in a minute. Hello, Jonathan. How was your week? Good day. <laughs> Good day, mate. <laughs> well, you did say last week you were studying languages, so I guess I guess we're studying yeah, Australian. That was my Australian. I Hey, I picked Thank up on you. it. Did you see? Thank I, you. I'm, 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 Thank you. I'm, I got you. Rosetta Stone's paying off already. Nice. Nice. Our national, Nat Geo. You could either do either or for that accent. Are you questioning no. the validity of my research and studies? No, I am not. I'm just telling you there's Nat Geo available as well. But well, next week's a different language. My so. 99 cent Rosetta Stone is paying off. <laughs> so Good. Good week. Everything good? I just picked up a new sport. I was getting, I was good. That, I don't have to ask about it. So go ahead. Kayaking. I know, right? I didn't know that sport existed. Enjoy. Or ac- activity, whatever Activi- you want to call yeah. it. But I get to do it with my wife. Nice. Go figure. And you've done it like three times in, a, in the past couple of days. Yeah. And kayaking as well. Dude, I'm ready to buy. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh. Trina. <laughs> no edits. No, no edits. So. <laughs> Uh, so you, w- you went over the weekend and then you went, uh, yeah, I went to Lake Skinner and then Lake Elsinore. Nice. And I got a nice tan and, uh, dude, it's so cool. You like it? Well, yeah. It's pleasant. You can work as hard as you want or not as hard as you want. Yeah. Well, the pictures that you posted with you and Trina, y'all oh. genuinely seem very happy and enjoying the activity. Fake so it till you make it. Well, however you want to, however you want to list it. Go. I'm just saying. We enjoyed ourselves. The social media aspect of it, it looked like I know, you were right? having really a good time. Totally. So no, we picked up Taco Bell. We ate in the kayak. Look at you, dude. <laughs> it's like a twofer. <laughs> Taco Bell in a kayak. That's a whole nother podcast. Oh I think. my goodness, that is crazy. So anyhow, yeah. I digress. Yes. As you often do, but we're going to just leave that right Thank there. you. Thank yeah, you. Okay. Thank you. So a few weeks back, we discussed this whole camping, glamping, and overlanding we thing. We did, and we have some some avid listeners. Yeah, so this week we are joined uh, to revisit that topic with two avid listeners. Uh, Vinny, they were actually invited. So Go figure. Go figure. Um, devoted listeners Bruce and Lily. Uh, join us this week to discuss their recent trip and their foray into the van life or van camping. Hello, guys. How are you? Hello. Hola. <laughs> See, that's a language. <laughs> she probably did that without you Rosetta Stone. You copied me. <laughs> How dare you? My little burrito. So we brought you. We asked you guys to come in. Um, as you know, and the listeners know, we've been on a several episode arc discussing bikes and adventure mm-hmm. biking. And our last three episodes have been bike touring and adventure biking. So we thought it would be a good time to bring in Bruce and Lily because they just got back from a multiple day trip mm-hmm. all up and down some parts of the country. We'll get into that in just a minute. Um, but we're going to talk about their trip, some things they've learned, and, uh, and Bruce's carpenter skills are, are going to be addressed as well. Oh. So, ooh. Uh, Jonathan. Uh, Nobody said anything about that. Yeah. It's on you, buddy. How are <laughs> how you feeling? Well, first off. I am a major fan of your travels. And we're a major fan of your podcast. Oh, well, thank you. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I envy you. I As you should. adore you. I live vicariously through your pictures. And thank you for going on these adventures. We do wow. it for you. We I need to thank you. We do it for really. you. Really. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's not because we want to. It's it's our fans <laughs> require us to do it. Right. It's you, it's you know I'd rather stay home, stay by the pool, but we can't do that. Yeah, no. You know the sacrifice that you guys it make. Is. Um, it's really heart wrenching, and um, I, I wow, appreciate. it makes me love you even more now. Yeah, it's a sacrifice. Uh, but y'all did it last year as well, right? That's correct. It was last year the first year. It's the first year that we did the multi-day like trip. a continuous trip, right? Right. So yeah. basically, what happens is Lily works at a school district, so if she has summers off, right. So the day she gets out of school, we take off, which is about thirty days or so. And uh, last year we did the same thing. So last year was awesome because they take off, they they end up in Yosemite uh, for a wedding, right? Correct. And then I think you guys were like two or three days ahead of me or something like that. And then I then uh, went on vacation, oh, no, two years ago. No, it was last year. Last summer. Last summer. Was it last year? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yes. I went to Yellowstone last year? Yes. I did go to Yellowstone last year. Okay. So then I go up to Yellowstone, and then I'm ch- I'm checking Facebook. You guys are like hitting like national park to national park, and you're just winging it. Yes, that's correct. Right, and then uh, so certainly I, I you know I'm doing a straight shot to Yellowstone, and then you're hitting me up going like whatever. What's the weather? I forget what or where do I go? Type of thing, and I'm like. You got me, but I think I know, and then sorts like that. But then you guys just kept going past Yellowstone even then, um, and then you ended up in, like, where? Our last stop last year? Yeah. Last year was uh, Mount Rushmore. Oh. Yeah. So we yeah. we just kept going north yeah. and then east, and then finally we got to Mount Rushmore. Uh-huh. I looked at uh, Lily, and I go, babe, we just got to start heading south. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> we can't go east. We can't go north. We got to go south somehow. Yeah. And we got to start heading back home. So how many miles last year? 5,000 each day, or each time. Oh, so you did, so same amount. Yep. Oh, nice. Okay. So last year, we actually did 10 states and eight national parks. Okay. And this year, we did seven states and four national parks. And you guys actually got to, or, or had the opportunity to ride the bike trail in Grand Tetons last year. That is correct. Correct. Yeah. Right. And that's the part where, like, the one time and I regretted not having my bicycle. That's right. Oh, you that's said right. you traveled, because but you didn't have your bike. Oh, yeah, right. Because I, I kind of have made it a notion not to take my bicycle anymore on vacation. Because it there's just not enough time, and then it makes me sad and then not, and then frustrated, you know, that because, like, you know, it splits time between family and, and riding and stuff like that, you know. So I just, like, you know what? I don't take the bike. And I still enjoy myself, but just, like, I don't even want to think about it. But that was the one time I go, dude, like that was a bike. That was a legit bike trail. Well, we, we have a, a, a story about that riding in Grand Teton where we um, ran into a baby grizzly. That's as, right. As we were riding our bikes and uh, which that was not scary. But knowing what was around was what was scary. It was like, OK, that's a baby grizzly. Did you ever see? Where's mama grizzly? We did not see Mama Grizzly, but no. we, we held real close to a car that was right there. Oh. Just in case. But yeah, it was on your bikes you ran on into. On our it. bikes. We ran into well, you didn't ran into it literally, but nope, we, no, it I was it was probably 
30 feet away. It was really close. Yeah. It was a baby, oh. a baby grizzly comes out of the woods. And so, Nelly. Yeah. And it's all bouncy and happy and doesn't realize what's going Oh, yeah. And it, I mean, it's small. It looked like a big dog, really. But it really? Was, it, that part wasn't scary other than as soon as, you know, we just are yeah, yeah, conditioned yeah. to know as soon as you see a baby grizzly. You know that you know the mom. You know the mom is close by. And so, like, all of a sudden, yeah. my antennas on my ears were up. I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, this is beautiful, but now I want to make sure I c- mm. stay close to these cars. Wow. I don't. I don't know that I recall that you, pictures. I don't remember. No, there. I don't <laughs> think we have any. We might. Oh, <laughs> we, we do we, have. I one think picture. we have pictures of it as it was walking away, but not was not when it was close to us. I was too yeah. worried about other yeah. things. Right. But so that was our trip. So um, yeah. So if you do go riding your well, bike on Grand Tetons, just prepare. Bear be spray. You got just. Get, you got to carry the bear spray regardless. Or be faster than the other person. Well, I think <laughs> I think Sherry when she was at Yellowstone, or she saw the bear. They, they saw a grizzly. This. This summer too, as well, on one of her trips. Yeah, we saw a grizzly at Glacier National Park. Yeah, so this, this last. Oh, time. did you? Yeah. So you're two for two on your summer trips yeah. with yeah. grizzlies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Other other yeah. animals don't really bother us, but but grizzlies do. Well, I, mean. I think it really scared us more this trip than anything, because this this trip we were at Glacier National Park and there were there was a grizzly sighting, and so people ran into the visitor center to let the rangers know, and two rangers ran out in front of us with um, pepper or. I'm sorry, bear spray. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was a little. It got real. Yeah, it got it real. Because you can tell when the rangers are serious is when you should be serious. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know, because they <laughs> see them every day. Yeah. <laughs> when they get, ooh, okay, yeah. we're going to take care of this one. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. When you so see a ranger running, you know that that's not a normal thing. Right. So, so therefore, last year was epic. And then you guys decided to do a repeat here going on. And so you started when, when, when you guys, how long did you guys go for? We went for 30 days. And um, every time we, we don't really plan much, but we do have a very rough outline. Like last year, we knew that we wanted to go to Mount Rush. Oh, no, we wanted to go to a wedding in Yosemite. That started it. Uh-huh. And from there, we had no idea. This year, we had um, Lily wanted to go to Canada. And I wanted to go to Gl- Glacier National Park. That was the only two things on our to-do list really so we went to victoria british columbia and then we ended up in glacier national park that was the only two things everything else was winging it we got up every day looked at the map what is it close by um we didn't plan any camping trips uh, camping sites national parks we ran it um the good thing about a van is the the flexibility that you have to pretty much sleep wherever you want i mean uh, and we always knew the worst case scenario we could sleep in a walmart parking lot Yes, which right. which never happened. We did have to sleep in a Cabela's parking lot once, but um, we did find places to stay. Uh, you know, pulling pull in national parks, get the last part uh, part uh, camping site. Uh, we so at those point at that point those were first come first serves, but right. they were still available. Right, and we're you're going in July, which is. Peak season, so it's not easy to do that, but we did get lucky. I think we got really lucky the whole last year and this year with that. We try, though, not to stay in national parks. Like, we'll look for BLM land or the National Forest um, land where Mm -hmm. you can camp up to 16 days and it's free. Um, Jonathan's favorite camping activity is that free 99 campsite. Yeah, he's a big fan of the BLM. Oh, yeah. Yes, We've, we're starting to become more fans of that. So what resources are you guys using to look this stuff up while you're on the road? We just drive. So we just drive, and then we look. Like, I'll do a search on Google to see camping areas, camping mm. campgrounds 
close to us and I'll just start calling um, or we'll go in a visitor center and see if there's any BLM land or any national forest area Got it. close by. So one thing that happened this year, I mean, if you recall last year, we stayed in a tent. Huge tent, actually. A be- beautiful cabin-looking cat- n- uh, tent. Yeah. But, but your so campsite last year was quite exquisite. I mean, yeah. it was really nicely uh, furbished. And look, all, all the pictures, like, man, I want to camp there. I want to camp with them. So. Yeah, we, I mean, I, I, I miss a tent in a lot of ways. But n- this year was much more flexible with the van because we have hard sides when you yeah. sleep. You don't have the soft sides. When we pull up, we're there. We don't have to set up a tent. Um, it's a lot easier. We can pretty much stay, like, again, if you had to, you can stay at a Walmart. You can't put your tent at Walmart, but you can stay in a van at right. Walmart. So we had a lot more flexibility in that aspect. Um, and I do like the the hard sides. Right. Especially now with the bear situation and the safety and things like that. I, I like being able to lock the doors at night. Yeah. So – how how far in advance on this trip did the van come into play? <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks. <laughs> I thought it was close because I remember like. Yeah. Well, it was really close because we go bought it two weeks before, but then Bruce took a job and he came home and worked on it for one day and then we left. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm going to take a tangent here. Okay. So <laughs> originally this whole thing started out as, uh, as like, oh, we wanted to get a teardrop trailer. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, that's really cool. You can sleep in this and then you open up the hatchback and you got yourself a kitchen. This is great. So then we started looking at that and this, they're not that inexpensive. No, th- yeah, they're so pretty pricey. So for what they are, in my opinion, they're in a, they're fairly pricey. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that doesn't And even up. to buy like plants is almost like $300 on some places just to get the plans to build one. Right. And then if you wanted to build it out, I'm like, you're in, into it quite a bit. Yeah. So the van wasn't just like, oh, we bought a van in two weeks. It was a long process of like, oh, we're going to get a teardrop. Oh, no, we're not. Oh, we're going to get an RV. Oh, no, we're not. We're going to get a, you know, because each time it's like, oh, we want an RV. Oh, now we got to store the RV. Now we have to park, you know, because the van is, you can park that van in our st- on our street. Right. Nobody knows it's a camping it's a van. Camper. It right. looks like a regular van. So it's like if you go into a city, you can just... Park the van. Nobody knows it's a camper. Yeah. So it's your your. Um, uh, ultimately, we do want a Mercedes Sprinter. That's our goal. Yeah. But that's also something we can't park in our garage. Yeah. And I don't want to put a Sprinter on my on your street on my street. Yeah. So especially after I go through and do the customization and everything else that I want to do to so it. The so the fact is, you pulled off a minivan. Right. That's the idea, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you you did a minivan conversion. Right. Which is pretty sweet. Well, yeah. part of the reason we went with the van is because when we looked at the teardrop, we found going through national parks that there's a lot of national parks that you cannot pull trailers into because they, they don't have the turning radius in the right. parking lots. So we found last summer that people had to leave their trailers outside of the park at the visitor center, drive in, then come back out. We don't like to backtrack in our travel. We like to just keep going. Uh-huh. Um, and then we also realized in some of the national parks that you can't take a vehicle if it's more than 20 feet bumper to bumper. So yeah. now you have an RV and it's bigger than 20 feet. So now you can't go or you have to leave it at the visitor center and take a shuttle through the park and again, come yeah, back. Yeah, And even like some parts, like you said, like, uh, you know, uh, I can't even think of it right now where Angel's Landing is. Angel's Zion. 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 You know, and. Uh, you, you can't even go in. You have to take a shuttle. You're parked in a parking lot 
you know, outside the gate, and then you catch a shuttle in, and then your car is left out there, you know, till its own devices. So yeah. that's the same thing that happened at Glacier National Park. Yeah. So you've got a lot of RVs that came in one end, and they're thinking, oh, they're just going to drive through. You know, they're camp. You know, they're they're on a going around the country. Right. They're just going to come in one end glacier and then drive through the other side. Well, anything over twenty one feet can't do that. On glacier. Across that one pass that you guys yeah, went on? Yeah, that's the only, that that, that road is the, the only road. one that goes through. North to south or south to north? Uh, I think it's actually east-west. East-west, okay. But in, it's the only way to get through the park. Okay. So if uh, you have anything that's 21, you, so you have you all these RVs. And, you can't, and they can't go any oh, further. You can't, it's not even a point. As soon as you enter, they'll tell you, you can't, 21 feet or more, you can't go any further. Wow. So Like, okay. So you can't get over the park. Okay. So you have to, what they'll have is, and it's really cool. They have these little cars that kind of take you on these tours, but you have an RV, you spend a lot of money on an RV. Yeah. You can't use the RV. So you actually have to take the tour now because you're basically carless to go see the entire park. So it's, um, there's just so much freedom in having your own car and having a van. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, when you're glacier, if you come in a vehicle over 21 feet, you park there, go on one side. Do the tour, whatever kind of tour they have up there, and then you have to come out the same way you came in, and then you have to find another way around if you had a itinerary to go on the other side of the park. Okay, well let me ask you this: so last year you you had the big the big glamping tent set up. Did y'all set up camp last year and never drive away from camp and explore on the vehicle? Was that something to get used to? Meaning, once you set up camp and and you're in the van now, if you want to leave, you have to drive what you're sleeping in around or how how do y'all set how was your camp set did you do all your exploring and set up later or am i do you understand the question i guess yeah so we would usually come in i mean uh, the tent was fairly flexible like if we did set it up we would go camping or maybe take the vehicle and go somewhere right um but the van is you know we do have a like a a shelter that we like a like well, a screen a, porch, like a right? screen porch that yeah. we'll, we'll uh, you know le- sometimes we'll put that up just to let everybody know that that campsite's taken yeah and then we'll take the van and go somewhere because okay. the van literally you don't have to stabilize it you don't have to level it there's nothing it's like nothing we, we want to go somewhere we just drive and the like most the beds the activities in the, in there. you're setting your van up where most of the activities take place outside the van except for like sleeping right oh I mean, for cooking sure. cooking's outside the van or yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was another reason we went with the van is because we thought if if uh, we got an RV, we just know so many people and we've seen so many people at campgrounds that have RVs and they spend their time cooking in there. They watch TV in there. Right. You know, they're always indoors. And our goal is just to be outside. We want to experience nature. Yeah. We don't want to be restricted to being. Okay. So the real question, do you poop in the van? It has happened. No, we do not poop in the van. <laughs> we poop in the hole. <laughs> well, because Vinny talked about when, because he has a, a porta potty thing right. that they have, but they don't have it in the camper. They have it set up and put a little tent kind of over it. So we pee in the van. We do not poop in the van. Yeah. Would you like to explain that? The listeners want to know. <laughs> we have a system down, and it works yeah. for us. I have not pooped in a hole yet. I, you, I have you not. You did all that driving, and you did not poop in one hole? 
No. <laughs> I did it just to prove I could do it yeah. because of you. Thank yeah. you, Bruce. Yeah. yeah. How do you not I was, poop in a hole in 30 days? I was afraid somebody <laughs> was going to see me. Because there's, 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 there's outhouses. There's vault toilets. Every there's time restrooms. I, every time I needed to go, there were facilities. Yeah. Faci- that's the word I couldn't come up with. <laughs> facilities. Hey, guys. Bougie <laughs> facilities, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> don't, don't, don't kill my vibe here because there's three of us guys and I got one woman, the one woman in America who will camp like this. <laughs> So no, let's not. Uh, no, I'm let's not keep killing this going. I'm I'm <laughs> a facility right on. I'm like, yeah, look for a facility. Yeah. I mean, there's there's. I'm a- just surprised it hasn't happened. Not the fact that you want to, whatever, but out of necessity, it's like. Well, when you gotta go, you gotta, gotta go, go. But I just didn't need to. Yeah, so, so, but out of your listeners, how many of the women that are listening would say, "Oh, I'm gonna go in a van for 30 days." Yeah, I got that girl. So yeah. I'm. No, I'm I'm holding I'm holding on to that's the big old check in the box. Yeah, that is a huge, huge. It's like it's not very many women who would be like, "Hey, babe, I've got a van. You want to go travel for thirty days and not know where we're going to stay?" Did you offer her candy though? (laughs) No. No. So who last year or when this was it a joint idea or was it just discussion or who? It's like okay, yeah, you know you're going to Yosemite for a wedding. Then how did it turn into? Ten states, eight national parks, and five thousand miles. Twenty-seven days later. I think it was me, because I get five weeks off in the summer, and I just wanted to go. Like I didn't care where we went; I just wanted to go. And okay. I and I like camping, and I like being outdoors. And the only thing I said to Bruce was, "We have to take our bikes." Like I don't care where we go, but we and have so to. So you take took them. bikes last year and this year, right? We've okay. always ta- we always try to take our bikes because we'd rather have them and be able to use them than to, than to say, "Oh, I wish we had our bikes." Right. And now with now that we have the van, they actually fit pretty well in there both of them we don't have to take the front wheels off or anything and so oh. they're able to inside the van yeah yeah if you yeah. i mean if you're in a city and we don't want to put them on keep them on the bike rack oh that's epic. they actually i mean a minivan can you can put them in put them in so but when you're driving you had them on the oh, bike yeah. rack but oh. when you parked or were doing something the bikes fit inside the van so right. they were safe and secure if right. we're going to be gone away from the car for any length of time then we put them inside. And then I saw your ingenious, your ingenious black your window blackout devices. Those have been the most amazing I, I missed, thing we made. I missed the memo on this. What's going on? So what I did was I took... What's the it's probably silver thermal insulation. It's like insulation. It yeah. comes in a roll. Right. And so I took it and I outlined all the windows. Perfectly. And then on one side, I took spray adhesive and I put felt on there black felt yeah so each window has a cover on it and so at night in the dark you can literally turn on all the lights inside um and you can't see anything they're black our windows are blacked out so So the windshield including and the back windshield right you had them all for all windows all windows except for the front so in the front what we did is we took a room like a black darkening curtain Uh and we put Velcro all around the windshield, and so it sticks on there. Oh, okay. But so the you had blackout curtain on the front. Right. Nice. But the nice thing was, it was kind of unfortunate, actually, because we were waking up at 9, 30, 10 o'clock in the morning. We didn't because even know. Because it was dark. It was so dark. Oh. We didn't even know it was daylight. <laughs> and so we would take the cover off one window and touch the window, and you could feel the heat from the sun, but yeah. we weren't hot. So yeah. it, How are you not hot? It works. That van is, I'm telling you, it is been more amazing than I had 
would have ever thought. And so one thing we bought before we left was a fan. What's the brand? A DeWalt, a DeWalt fan. That thing saved us. Battery, battery powered. Oh, like the regular battery. Yeah. So okay. you take a DeWalt like screw gun battery. Okay. And I have five batteries. You just charge them all up. You're good for five days. Yeah. So I mean, so they run about ten hours. Yeah, and there's very few times we go five days without some kind of power hookup. Right. So okay. we can we can always have some kind of charged battery, and we have a, you know, because everybody's like, oh, I was like, oh, maybe we can get solar on the van, you know, or some kind of power, and like in the thirty days we really didn't need it. Right. Okay. I mean, it's not saying that it wouldn't be nice to have kind of a trickle charge, have battery, have power somewhere if we need it for last, for um, emergencies or whatever. But yeah, we really never. But unlike an that. RV, you're you're not using your. I mean, you're not using the, the van battery to like generate or do anything inside the van itself, like no. to run a refrigerator or do no. anything like that, right? So, no. what was what was your refrigeration? Was it mostly just ice chest? It's a cooler. Yep. We got ice every once in a while. A plug-in cooler or an ice? No, cooler? just a regular ice chest. We will. That is definitely something we're going to improve on. We'll we'll get a better cooler, right? Um, and that's in the wood shop engineering process at this time so what, where where to put it or how to make it fit uh, how to insulate the cooler better to be more like a yeti type insulation right. to where the ice lasts longer okay you know because we, we were buying ice every every other day or something some and days we weren't even buying it yeah sometimes we we weren't into buying ice so ice blocks work really well too like the 10 pound blocks they don't melt as fast right when we do multi-day trips, we line the bottom or the corners with ice blocks, put things in there, and then put the crushed ice or the ice bags on top. But, but ice then how big of a cooler are you using? Uh, we have, well, uh, it's the, the big white 64-quart, a big one. Yeah, oh, we, ours we don't is not that big. Ours yeah. is not that big. I mean, our van right now, we set up, like, I went at, to the bike shop yeah. and got some cardboard. I'm not sure you remember. No, no, yeah, you were mocking so it up. So I was mocking it up, and so um, since then... Um, I have mocked the wood part up to where it turns. You know, we have a bed back there, and it, you were mocking it up to turn into a bench or to have a right. seat, right? Yeah. So, because um, in my head it was, I need to engine. I needed to engineer the seat, bed, access to the back windows. Okay, let me back up a little bit. So we have a Dodge Caravan. Yeah. So Dodge Caravan has what's called stowaway seats. So we took the seats out. So the stowaway seats that usually stowed and you would have a flat f surface on your van, we took those out. So the stowaway seats are now gone. Right. Now those obviously have voids. So the vo those voids are now, one of those voids where the seat was is her closet. Right. One of those voids is where, you know, is my closet. And the other void is in the very back where we have, it, uh, it's a huge catch-all for yeah. everything yeah so um it has our chairs our table our stove our tent just in case we decide the tent yeah camp. an extra tent just in i mean just in case if we need a tent somewhere not two pound chairs yeah we don't so have two chairs we have more than two two pound chairs but they so <laughs> on the wood part of it i engineered it to where w it can turn into a chair couch, couch and do a couch but the couch is both, say it's raining and it's storming outside, we can turn it into a couch on the inside. Yeah. And then say it's a beautiful day, but we want a couch on the outside, Outside, we can lift the 
the hatch. The tail, yeah. And we can have a couch looking out the other way. It so faces I, in both directions. So I have so it's like an A-frame couch. And yeah. Right. Oh, so right. I mean, awesome. I made I made it to where both we can have a couch on both sides, and also like a little um, lifting chair, uh, lifting gate, whatever it is, um, to where in the in the rear, if we wanted to access. Yeah, the, uh, the storage, the storage area. Yeah. yeah. So, and then I'm still c- currently in the wood, going to the wood shop, trying to figure out the uh, a couple a couple drawers, wood drawers and stuff like that to pull out. But um, we do have, I think it's coming along pretty well. Yeah. It's a lot of engineering. Yeah, it's a lot of like just thought process. Okay, that doesn't work. Let's go on this. Let that doesn't work. Let's go here. And a little more engineering on your part because I mean it's. You know, it's not a stand-up van. It's more of you're doing a minivan, so that's right. You're trying to make it all those space usable and everything. So every inch counts in the minivan. Yeah, like in, when you have a it does um, a Mercedes Sprinter. Sprinter, they you have a lot more space to work with, and I, I look forward to doing that at some point. But the build-out's going to be way more expensive. Yeah, because of how you're going to do it. Yeah, you know now like the Dodge. Caravan comes with you've got you've already got basically your whole setup. You've yeah. got your chair, your your front chairs. It's beautiful to drive. It's it's comfortable to drive. I think. Yeah. Um. It has a nice ride to it the when you ride. Fuel economy is good too. The economy, fuel economy is good. You have. have you, it's heavy. I was about to say, do you know? Well, since taking the seats out and your modification to it, how much weight more have you added to it? Do you know or? We will after after those seats are out and what we add to it will probably be less than what those seats weighed. Oh, you, really? You would be amazed. Those things. How are heavy. much they weigh? Yeah. There was what four in there. There was four. Yeah. Yeah. But they were s- way more. Um, the the weight on those were way more than I. Very had. dense. <laughs> oh, I I I can't even lift one. <laughs> I can't lift one on. Yeah. Like I for real. Yeah, for real. I think one one chair. You had to get like, a dolly. Yeah, it's like <laughs> two hundred pounds. I I'm not kidding you. They are. So that's wh- like eight hundred pounds you've taken out. Yeah. Of the so van. whoever the Dodge people are who engineered these, these throwaway seats. seats are. I mean, they they deserve a medal because they really did an amazing job. But whew, they, they fall down heavy. to nothing, but they weigh as much as lead. Wow, they are inc- they are lead, but they <laughs> <laughs> or iron. They um, but the whole the system. I and the more I'm in this van. The more I really like the van. Yeah. You know, I do want a Sprinter van eventually. I think that that was, it's going to be our end result. Yeah, but I mean, that's like a, that's almost that that unicorn. You right. Know? Like. Yeah. Like, but, but the way you're, so, the way it sounds like you're doing this, I mean, this is fully functional. So why would you even aspire for? So he can stand up. So I can stand up. <laughs> Got it. Okay. All right. So the. No, the Sprinter van, of course, a Sprinter van, when it's said and done, won't fit in my garage. Yeah, right. So we have a f- mutual friend of all of ours who's actually has been kind enough to babysit one of my other vehicles. So now none of them, both both our vehicles <laughs> right now, stay in our in our, in our nice. garage. So yeah. we don't have anything on the street, anything like that. Yeah. But the, but the van, the more I'm driving it, I'm like, wow, this really does make sense. And <laughs> Lily's... N- not tall, so it's not really. I can practically stand. Yeah, in she it. can <laughs> practically stand in the minivan, so it's not a big deal to her. And I'm getting used to it. I mean, yeah. 
and so, it's it, it it is something that it's not for everybody. I get that. And we're like we were in. Well, it it would be no different than a teardrop. I mean, you're not like changing yeah. clothes or standing up in a teardrop, which which was your original thought process, right? Right. And and uh, and so the Dodge Caravans are a dime a dozen. So there's a reason we got the Dodge Caravan because they are a dime a dozen. And you can get parts. You can get parts everywhere. You can get everything else. And they end up. This is actually equal to, or if not cheaper than the teardrop, which on a teardrop you have to add a vehicle to it yeah so so now you've got everything in one package so we were that was the thing we we rented an rv and did did like a 12-day trip right so then that got your mind wondering let's let's buy an rv but then do you want do you want a a a class c or do you want to pull behind so we looked we found a really nice pull behind but then it's like okay now we got to go buy a vehicle to pull this pull behind right you know so all of that adds up, and it's like, oh, okay, we would just we're, we like national parks, and we love the kind of the primitive camping, so we'll just stay with the backpacking type of car camping out of the back of a car with backpacking tents. So that's sort of that's our evolution, and that's sort of how it stayed for us. Um, not saying I don't like RVs, and they would love to have one, but you really have to think about the kind that you want. Do you want an RV? And then it's like you said, even when we drove it. You know, we went up to Sequoia, and there's, you know, we couldn't go down a certain road. Right. And when we went to um, Yosemite, we couldn't go through the tunnel. You know what I mean? So there's places right. you can't go. But while we were at Yosemite, we, we, we took six bikes. So everybody was on a bike. So we bike rode and did everything every day. You know, we had our base camp, which was the RV. But, you know, I can see that that all has to come into play, the type of camping and type of activities you're going to do once you get to where you're going. And and if you're doing the the nonstop 30 day trip, I think an RV might actually might be a little more difficult. I think I don't know. Just I think with the RV, n- not that who knows. Eventually we'll ha- we'll probably have an RV. We'll probably go van, Sprinter RV. I'm sure. Yeah. But right now, the flexibility is just really the key for us. Right. And uh, we've been to to national parks, and you do have to. You, I personally would not have an RV and not go unprepared with park with campsites. Yeah, like you, okay, you have to go and say, okay, I'm going to have a campsite, and it's not that you can't do that. It's just the national parks have become very popular. Oh yeah. So Crazy. in order to plan to out plan. your trip to say, oh, I'm going to stay at this national park for two days, go to the next national park for two days, and next national park for two days, and then to get online to get those campsites has unfortunately become. Almost impossible. Impossible. And so I think you can't really the spontaneity out of it as spontaneity. Yeah, exactly. Out of it as well. So yeah. that doesn't. And that's like when we talked about our Joshua Tree trip. It the, that part was kind of a letdown. The actual just getting up and going and going to Joshua Tree. Right. That adventure and excitement was still there, and it's like, oh, great. But then you wake up the next morning, you realize that every site's a pay-to-play site, and you're like, right. Ah, well. So you remember before it was a national park. Yeah. Like it. It was there was a time that. Na- that Joshua Tree was not a big deal. Exactly. You could go and get a site anywhere because it was the middle of the desert. Yeah. So everybody in the world thought it was the middle of, middle of the desert. Then in the 90s, I think, it became a national park. Yeah. Then it was on everybody's radar. Everyone's radar. So now, whenever you go to Joshua Tree, you can't get a park, you know, a campsite to save your life. I know. So it's like now something that was so easy to do before has now become very difficult. And it, 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 it you just want to go, it's an hour and a half away from yeah. us. And it's even more amazing that they're, the campsites are full this time of year. Right. In, in the middle of summer. In the middle of summer. It's 120 people. degrees out there, exactly. and it's sold out. So yeah. you're like, 
so as time goes on, more people enjoy the national parks. It's like, which is great. I love to see people enjoying the national parks. At the same time, you are frustrated trying to stay at the national parks. <laughs> like, so these people, yeah, like, what are all these people doing here? And like, and and you know, it is, it is, you know, a double-edged sword. But so, it, so we got the van. It's loaded up, and y'all y'all talked about earlier that there was really no plan. So you wake up, do do. Like when you get to your campsite, do you sort of at least figure out where you're going to go the next day or? Kind of. We open up a map and look, check to see like if there's a national monument or how far the next national park is. Or, you know, if people see us on Facebook, they're like, hey, you know, you're here. You should go there and try something out. Okay. So and you to get your five. Was it just coincidence that both trips were 5000 miles? Or did you sort of? No, I think that was a coincidence. Yeah, but okay. I wanted I wanted to say I, I think jo- uh, Jonathan might appreciate this. Is so we were gone last summer, like I said, ten states, eight national parks, five thousand miles, and we spent fifteen hundred dollars, and that was with our food, our gas, our lodging, so our laundry. That's everything. good, then, right? Oh, well, that's that, right. Up. That's amazing. I, I love you. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I love you. Fifteen hundred dollars for thirty days, yeah. and we spent maybe I don't know. Minimum two thousand this trip. I spent fifteen hundred dollars just in five days in Yellowstone. Well, you should travel with us. Yeah, yeah. we could teach you, you a few things, Hot Jonathan. Diggity. You can carry your two-pound <laughs> chair chair with us and top ramen, and they'll they'll show <laughs> you the rest. We'll even carry it for you. <laughs> wow, that's that's, and that's gas, right? That's everything. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah, it's gas, food. Thirty yeah. days, fifteen hundred. We that's less than rent. Yeah, that's. I mean, you get out there in the middle of nowhere, and it's that's what you're going for. That's what it's you're shooting insane. for. So yeah. see the outdoors, and you realize that once you're out there, it's just beautiful. It doesn't cost anything once you're there. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, the biggest expense I think would be like gas, but then so on this thirty days, small cooler. Are you are you grocery shopping every four or five days, or just hodgepodge and it's picking up stuff as you go, kind of. I would say, or is or do you do any meal prep or planning in for grocery shopping, or is that mm, is that really. from the hip as well? Yeah, we have a couple cans of beans and a couple cans of tuna. We have waters and bevies and some scotch. I don't know. I mean, sometimes we do plan, and we we do eat pretty well when we're on vacation. We've probably what gained ten pounds each at the most. I will which tell you bad. though, your photos <laughs> tell a different story. <laughs> Your photos look, the, the whole trip looks 100% like you have an itinerary, it's planned, everything's set up to the T. It's nope. like, man, these guys got it all together, and now I'm, I'm like, you've pulled the curtain back, and it's all just an illusion. So it, w- the th- <laughs> it looks the good. The fake it till you, what is it? it fake it till you <laughs> make it. Fake it till you make it. But the, the best thing is, like, honestly, is, like, you get up in the morning, and we did have, like, okay, I wanted to go to Glacier National, National Park. I, I want to go before the glaciers are gone. Yeah. Um, she wanted to go to Canada, so we went to Victoria. I have family in Seattle, so we want to spend the 4th of July at a family island that we have up there. We have a... Um, family get together every year and so i was like oh i want to be part of that this year so we did that that was really the only thing but we found in last year and this year and i think in the continuing years we're gonna find most of our fun is we don't know right you know like we 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 were driving down the road and there's this sign that said hot springs we're like well let's go check it out and it was the uh, most amazing hot springs in the that I can imagine it was like five dollars, I think, to mm-hmm. to go. 
I think it was $5. Yeah, it might have been free. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. That bites into the $1,500 budget here. Yeah. Right. Well, I told we, you we spent 2000 this trip. Yeah, yeah, we didn't eat the next day. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I commend you. Yeah, the, the hot springs and no top ramen. And so. no top ramen the next yeah. day. But they, so these hot, hot springs are on a river. Like hot springs are coming down into a river. So people have put these rocks around an area to where, okay, let's, let's figure out how much river water and how much hot springs water makes a hot spring that we can actually sit in because sit in. a hot spring is too hot to sit in. Right. And the river water is too cold to be in. So some people have come around and put rocks together and it's like, oh, this is a well, perfect combination. Where was that? Lava hot springs. Is that right, babe? Yes. I think it was that. We I rafted the, the the upper the upper box on the Rio Grande and it's the same way. You get down into coming into Taos right before you get into Taos, New Mexico. There's some hot springs coming in and they've done the same thing. They've dammed up kind of the hot springs are built you know, river rock walls and the river comes in and does an eddy but mixes with the hot springs and makes a natural That's exactly hot what they spring. Have. So yeah. it's like you're rafting and then they've got, you know, people stop there and there's always kind of a beach. But yeah, there's like, you know, 40-degree river water mixing with mixing with 100-degree hot spring water, and it's like, ah, oh, this is nice. But yeah. Yeah, and, and we would never have known that. We didn't put on our on our itinerary, and every day we would run into things like that. There was one time we ran into a town that had uh, river rafting. I wouldn't call it river rafting. That was like, Lava Hot Springs. Uh, there's a, okay, so the other one was the one that had the where river. Where you so floated, right? Didn't yeah, you float? And, um, and, and that was one where $5. $5 a piece. $5 a piece. To raft for two hours. To two hours. And so for twenty dollars we got the that's two fifty an hour right so <laughs> so we had the 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 tube that they gave us yeah. and then for two hours they gave us a you know, we, we, a shuttle ride we'd come down and get shuttled up to the top of the river come down this river raft type thing and then go back up for nice. two hours for twenty bucks nice. and um, and we would never have found that I mean it's not on our it's yeah. on the map. Once you see it on a map, you're like, oh, that's what it is. But you don't know that till you're there. Yeah. So it's like, I could never, I don't, for, for one, I'm not detailed oriented enough because in my, in my career, in my job, I'm very detail oriented. So I don't want to be detail oriented on my vacation. On your vacation. Okay. So I wanted to just kind of wing it and it always seems to work out for us. And the good thing is that we are flexible. If it doesn't work out one day, well, it, we're it, like, okay, it didn't work out one day, but the other 29 days were great well like you said uh, i think both of you have the same mindset that you don't really need a strict itinerary so i think it's about perspective yeah so that that's that's helpful on both ends of that you know we're both totally flexible I mean, we work great together yeah last summer when we went he had his thing he did when it came to setting up the tent and i took care of the inside and you know when it comes to cooking there's certain things he does and other things i do he'll cook i'll wash dishes yeah but we work we work well together. Okay, so if everything's all peachy, mm -hmm. what didn't go right? I don't know. I think the things that don't go right, we just kind of like put it into the category of like, well, didn't go right. I mean, because we are, we kind of go into the fact that like things aren't always going to go right because we're winging it anyway. So you mm -hmm. already know things. Yeah. Are. I but, think but but I even dig into the minutia of that. Like, what didn't go right? Like, what was it that Okay, hey, you know what? If you're trying to be spontaneous, what went wrong? You know, I would probably say Cabela's. We end up having to stay the night in Cabela's. That wasn't that bad, though. But I I'm saying that. I mean, if you're gonna try to find a low point, that was yeah. not well, that that's a low point, but 
I think for me it was the the screen, the tent with the screen, because that always didn't hit the ground because you stretched it so much. Okay. So it brought the screen up, and then the bugs came in. Okay. And I think you were. You seemed a little like worried the about. Counselor come, needs to come <laughs> into this one. <laughs> y- you were a little stressed out about making sure that it was always tied down and it wasn't gonna Blow go away. anywhere. Yeah, That's, that and was I important was like, to me. Well, if it's gone, it's fifty dollars. It's gone. We'll that buy another one. There's a Walmart around the corner. Right. <laughs> so what? Wait, wait, wait. So like, there was a netting type of thing. Yeah, so what we came up with is. We went to Walmart. We got a mosquito netting porch. It's a canopy porch, with a but screen the, around it. But, yes. the s- but the screen porch, as we had it, became more versatile than it's actually made for. Okay. So it's the van has a back hatch that pops yeah. up. So if we wanted to, and one night we did, um, you can leave the hatch up, put the screen on, and then just sleep out doors like as if you're camping okay but you just you know yeah. you have a screen door so you have to make sure you have no you know you're in an area that has a lot of privacy but they then it also you can put it as a freestanding net you know mosquito area if okay. you want to something like that uh-huh. actually i do know what went wrong Uh oh it was the mattress oh yeah okay so <laughs> we left right with he More came scotch. home from a job and worked on the van for one day, and then we left. And we bought two-inch foam mattresses, like squares, from Joann's. And we put those and the kitchen mats, the spongy kitchen mats from Costco, underneath okay. a memory foam. And we he probably was two nights into it, and he's like, babe, my hips are hurting me. Six nights was the most for me. So we ended up in Washington, and um, I went on Amazon, and I ordered upholstery. Was it four-inch upholstery foam? Had it delivered, and we took a turkey electric knife to cut it and use that. We put that at the bottom. So there was the wood frame. Then we put the the upholstery foam on top, then the memory foam, and that worked. But before that, we were not sleeping very well. So why not just do an air mattress? Because they leak. They don't keep their air. And then when one person moves, then you can feel it. It's like sleeping on a waterbed, I think. When it kind of moves and jiggles. And, and if they do leak, then it is seriously like sleeping on a waterbed. Yeah. yeah. Well, we each have our own foam. Like we, we bought two separate ones. So they're, I think, they were 30 piece, 30 inches wide. And we, together, they're 48 inches. Yeah. So that's that's the screen that they had. Yes. I need to put my glasses on here. So they, yeah, I mean the mattress thing figured it. We 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 figured it out, you know. And that's I think that's the learning the learning curve that we had. Of uh, again, we bought the van two weeks before we left. Yeah. No. No. So I threw something together real quick, and since we came back, now I'm kind of still working on how to build it out now because I it was I think it was important for me for us. To be out on the road for thirty days ago. Oh, what do we need? What do we want? What is? And when we're gonna go to the, sh- the the shop and build this out, what works for us? So we came back from our vacation and we came home at night on a Saturday night. And so that Sunday, we took everything out of the van and just left it out on the garage floor and decided, okay, what did we use and right. what didn't we use? Whatever we didn't use, we took out. Yeah. Whatever we did use, we're like, okay, we're gonna put that back in. And then go on a day trip, you know, go on a weekend trip for two days and see what 
we use and what we don't use. So um, 30 days camping, regardless of how it's done, RV, backpacking or whatever, what, what, how does the laundry situation play? Did, did you go to a laundromat or do you just deal yeah, th with There were a couple. There were, we probably stayed at three KOAs, maybe two. Oh, two there or you three go. KOAs yeah. the whole time we were gone. And, so they, we did and laundry. they have like laundry service, or washing machine, right? Corn operated or something. Right. So you yeah. can. But last year we did laundry, I think, in the river. Well, no, they, uh, that's what I because there were there were times you know I've camped at the beach you know there were facilities there it's like ah just walk into the ocean that's all I need to do and then you're wearing board shorts for seven days what difference does it make right right it's off and so well we do we did buy a bag it's I don't know what it's called but it's a it's like a solar bag oh, oh that solar you sun can shower? put yeah you can put water in like and then you know you let the sun warm up the water oh, those are so awesome and I so we use them all the time that five gallons of water gets up to like 90 degrees yeah. and if nothing else you wash your hands face and feet you know what i mean well last year we realized that we can each bathe with two water bottles like our cycling water bottles we put water in that yeah and we bathe with each of us just two of them yeah and that's including washing my hair Whoa. Yeah. Well, look at... Well... And we have I a pop-up tent. I can get by with, with two water bottles, including <laughs> washing my hair, too. <laughs> so, so, like, so the listeners are, should probably know that... Okay, so we do shower. <laughs> we, 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 but, we, but we have a... a um, pop-up tent. Pop-up tent. But it's, how would you explain it? It's a shower to tent. The shower tent. To, it's not a tent, but it's like it's... Just yeah, like yeah. a little TP thing. Yeah. yeah, like a TP uh -huh. thing. Yeah. And it has like a zip thing you can unzip on the top. So we we hand each other the water bottles. Yeah. Um, you, you know, there is a way you can tie it to a, a, a... You know, yeah. it's set up to where you can tie it to a tree, this and that, everything. But we just, we just found it's easier yeah. to put the warm water in the water bottles for the, our bikes and then hand each other the the water bottles. If we need more, we just help each other fill them up. So you did your 30-day trip, shook it down, and then y'all just camped at the beach just last weekend, right? Yeah, Carlsbad. Carlsbad. We got lucky. We got super lucky. In, in the in the, in the the van, though, right? Took yeah. Wait, did yeah. you just roll up and... We did. Uh, well, we were out on a bike ride down the coast, and so Lily pulls up, you know, as she is cute pace and everything. I was like, hey, do you have any parking, you know, we have any camping spots available? And, and uh, they told me, come back at five. And we came back at five. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you and your cute face can come back at five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we came back at five. And uh, again, I sent her off to do the dirty work. And she, and she got us a camping site. And the guy behind us was, while we were on our bike ride, when we came in to ask the first time, he was checking in, and so we came back at five, got a parking spot, and he was behind us. We had a parking spot, and we got a camping spot on the ocean. Oh, ocean had side. a better site than the guy at that the, already at, at the a better a better site than the guy behind us who had had reservation re reserved like <laughs> six to nine months ago. So, wow. he, so he was like, "Hey, good score," but at the same time, he's you could tell he was like a little peeved. Yeah, like, you know, uh, like like why don't you give me that because I reserved. And it's, I'm not saying that you should not prepare, but I'm just saying that her and I seem to be, Lily and I seem to be lucky. Um, we <laughs> yes. seem to be rewarded for not preparing. Yeah. You yeah. know, it, it, it sounds horrible because you want to be, oh, like, let's prepare this and let's, let's get this campsite. Let's get this campsite. We don't know what we're doing next week, much less six months from now. But we yeah. did have everything in the van and we were prepared to camp out 
across the train tracks from Panikins. Yeah. Like we were just going to park there and just spend the night. Yeah. But we got lucky with a beach spot. And an, uh, with an RV, you couldn't just do yeah, that. I mean, people, I mean, any law enforcement officer will see an RV and say, hey, you can't park there. So that's yeah. one of the things with the van is that we don't want to put like a cargo storage container so on that top. that was one of my questions is like, do you ever see yourself putting a rocket box or a cargo box on I top? I don't think so. I, I think don't just because I don't think Lily can di- get to it. Right. I think that if we ever got, ha <laughs> ha, I think if we ever got to that point, <laughs> that would be the time to step up to a bigger vehicle. Okay. Because right. we don't want people to know that we're camping. Nice. I, well, I'm still dumbfounded by the fact that y'all just get in the road and go. That's awesome. Yeah. That's the more we do it, the more comfortable we get just, at it. It's and it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's like there is no There's like no we, went to, we, we went to Joshua Tree Joshua Tree last weekend. Yeah, I was going to. Oh, ask Yucca you Valley actually. And you, you walked llamas or something. Yeah, right? we went on a llama walk. You know, yeah. like everybody does. People walk their dogs. We walked llamas. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Southern is California. Is it like a llama rescue or something or? I well, actually, no. The lady who owns the llamas actually does do a dog rescue. Oh. But, yeah, she, she it's like an Airbnb thing, so she does it to Airbnb. They're called Airbnb experiences. Oh, so you go there and, here, walk my llamas? That's exactly what so you, you do. You guys got Tom Sawyer. You gave some <laughs> lady money to walk her animals. We we luckily we knew her so we didn't pay the money but oh. yes but that's the idea some, behind it some somebody peop- some and not just somebody many people pay lots of money to to go and walk it's these the llamas. all these L A people come in and pay a lot of money to walk a llama I'm like to man, walk you, and I'm feed not, them pellets I'm and not hay. sure <laughs> how you figured this out but yep, good on you <laughs> yeah wow. <laughs> Somebody now that now that you're a, uh, Australian, <laughs> good on you. Oh my! Somebody, <laughs> somebody come and walk my dogs. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> I, 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 that's what I feel like. I'm like, well, you, I'm not sure how you figured this out. But so we went out there to look for property because we want to be able to buy some property and build the decks where we can just pull up in a van or you know sprinter van or whatever we buy down the road, and we can just. This yeah. goes back into the Joshua Tree yeah, where you can't you get a park. Uh, you you're about ten years too late buying property at Joshua Tree though, and it, it has not really. skyrocketed. It has skyrocketed, but it is still comparatively it is affordable. Compa- it is still the most affordable area in the area. Yeah, yeah. So one thing I wanted to say about our the our best trips. time to go is go buy property when it's 110. That's the <laughs> that's it, yeah. That's well, the that's why we were there last weekend. It yeah, was pretty. Exactly. It was over 100 degrees. Exactly. So. One of our goals is to hit every national park in the U.S. So when we plan our trip next summer. You have to look and see which ones you've already hit, right? Right. So we kind of do already have a plan for that. But it's going to take longer than 30 days if you start hitting like West Coast. I mean, West Coast. Coast. East Coast National Parks, right? We have a solution. (laughs) Oh, that's a whole nother podcast, I think. So I have to invite you guys back. To hear that solution. solution. I'm going to give you a, a quick synopsis. Okay. I drive. She flies in. We do 30 days. She flies out. I drive back. There. Because Pod- you don't. Podcast you're, averted. You're, you're, so, so you're, somebody's getting the short end of the stick on this one. Well, <laughs> she only has her five weeks. He Only five weeks. Her, well. <laughs> Paid five weeks. During the summer. Uh, what I'm saying is like. You are no longer invited. <laughs> I'll take my flaming Cheetos back. That's a, that's a pretty genius idea. Because now you have a place to sleep along the way. You pull into a Motel 6 and just sleep in a parking lot, right? And just keep on driving. I mean, simpler terms, but yeah. Huh. 
I will not stay in a Motel Six. No. I, I just a parking lot. I, I was the just parking. I was at a Walmart before a Motel well, Six. No, the, Motel Walmart, Six parking lot. The WalMarts are are like it's like internationally known for RV camping across the country. You can camp there. And the one night that we did it, we actually pulled in, and the security guy, are y'all looking to stay tonight? He goes, yes, okay, follow me right over here. There's a little designated spot at the where we stayed um, for the, yeah. for, at the, yeah. uh, at the uh, Walmart. And then you felt secure because, hey, there's a security guy riding around. You, know? you wake up the next morning, and there's three other, well, three other people decided to join us. So, yeah. so that, that's what happened to Cabela's. Lily was a little hesitant to stay at Cabela's. Yeah. So we show up. There's like six RVs, like not just RVs. Like they're big pop outs. They're got their chairs out. They're like, they're, they're camping. Like they're camping in the parking lot. They're not just like, hey, we're rolled up. Just I need a place to crash. We need a place to crash. Like they're like literally like tailgating in Cabela's. So it's like, she's like, okay, this sounds okay. This is legit. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, it was like a campground. Whoa. Okay. It says, you know, you're not supposed, you know, you look on the website, you're not supposed to tailgate, camp, that kind of thing. But but what was nice was that next morning, we didn't even hear them leave. The oh. van is so insulated. Oh, yeah. The van is nice. So I saw in your pictures, especially at Glacier, y'all were wearing jackets and it seemed pretty chilly. Was the, was the van warm? Did I mean, because I've slept in my car, you know, camped in the back of it before. And I know that about three o'clock in the morning, the inside of the car or the, your vehicle can get pretty cold. Was were you guys pretty comfortable throughout the most part? Very comfortable. These insulated windows that she she put together. I mean, the covers. The yeah. covers were made the whole vehicle nice and warm. I mean, yeah. it, well, you had the silver side in too, so it reflected everything back inside. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. and the black was on the outside. So I mean, on fr- we had it set up to where once the windows were set up, she had the black felt on the outside. And if we, because we have lights on yeah. at night, if you're outside looking in, you wouldn't even know we had the lights on. Yeah, that's awesome. That's how awesome it was. I mean, right. we were, I mean, at night I would read a, you know, read a book or something like that for a little bit before I went to bed. But if, you know, if I would go to the, you know, campsite restroom and come back, and like I'd look in and I know the lights are on and you couldn't even tell there's anybody. It looks like it's dark. It looks like it's, just, the van just, is just dark. Just I mean, dark. that, that it's. I, it's hard to explain, but it's like the more I'm with the van, the more I'm really like this is like almost like the holy grail of camping. Yeah, you don't have to set up the camp, you don't have the RV hookup. We, yeah. There was a few times that we set up to where like, oh, we don't have any RVs hookup. You know, we, we pull up the campground. Right. We don't have any RVs sites available. Like we're just sleeping in our van. Oh, we sleep in a van. You can park over there. Yeah. Because Mercedes vans are uh, becoming very popular yeah so. so they don't need hookups yeah you know and we don't need hookups so they've a lot of camping sites are, are becoming more adapted to like oh, like oh we'll give you you know it doesn't cost as much but you can park over there with these guys which is fine because we're in our van they're in their van it's not like we use campsites yeah so it's like it's it there are more times that it's you're realizing how flexible you are in that environment i don't know if i will ever really go to an rv just because of that. Yeah, because when you sh- come up, they're like, oh, you need a hookup, you need sewer, you need, yeah. you know, all that stuff. And um, there will be a time that, you know, we get older, I'm sure we're going to want that convenience and everything else. But right now, the flexibility is more important than the convenience. Right. Just the ability to get on the road and go for 30 days, 5,000 miles, and $1,500. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, 
Just to be clear, I think it was over 2,000 this year. Yeah. Wow. But you, you guys. Okay, so give me specifics. Like, uh, as far as uh, your driving route. Now, you, you brought uh, the, your map, mm-hmm. right? And uh, so you started on uh, Marietta. Right. Right? Okay. So we started in Marietta, drove up to Pinnacles National Park. Park in one day. Yes, oh, I'm sorry. that was our first time. W- first night was Pinnacles National Park. Right? Whoa, right? Yeah. It's already f- far. The, yeah, yeah. So our first night was because we'd done everything else oh, south right. of that. Yeah, so yeah. we wanted to like you get, just take get the north. five freeway, or what? right? And so I'm, I'm, I'll just do another quick uh, summary of what we did. We went to Pinnacles National Park. Was our first night. Then my goal always was to go up Highway One on California. Okay. Which is really windy. Yeah. We'll I never do it again. And I, you know, sure you should do it once. Yeah, I've done it. Should once. never do it twice. That's just one of those things. It's just too much driving. It's too windy. It's not really. Yeah. The risk reward is just not there. Right. So then after that we went up the Oregon coast. Oh, before that we went to the Redwoods National Park. Okay. So we went to Pinnacles National Park, Redwood um, National Park. We did drive. We rode our bikes across Golden State bridge that was lilia's thing that she wanted to do so we did ride our bikes across the golden gate bridge that was fun though right uh, that was scary actually it was yeah. really windy yeah, okay. super yeah. windy and then we went up to the oregon coast 101 which is beautiful that i would do again and then went to the washington coast a little bit and shot out um up to close to seattle we went up to port in port angeles took a ferry over to victoria came back down Went across to the Kingston Edmonds Ferry, in which is on the Puget Sound, over to the Cascade, North Cascade National Park, and shot across to Idaho. And we stayed with Denny, which you guys know. Oh yeah, yeah, you met up with. and Denny, I remember uh, that. Denny Denny had a parking spot or a camping site at one of the parks in Idaho on a lake. And I'm not sure. Was, Was that spontaneous also? That was con- yeah, it was, Ponder- it was. That was Ponderosa State. State Park that we were with Denny. And um, he had a campsite there, which, you know, it's just like national parks. So this state park is really popular. So he got this months ago. And so we, since we have a van and not an RV, it was really easy just to pay $5, pay $5 extra for another vehicle. <laughs> oh, so and we stayed camped in his and spot. We stopped, camped with we him. camped with him. So yeah. like with an RV, we would not have been able yeah. to do that. Yeah. So we, you know, and he got a houseboat or a um, pontoon, boat. pontoon boat for the day and we went around and stuff and that was great to catch up with him and Nancy. And then we, after that, we went across Idaho to Coeur d'Alene. We rode Coeur d'Alene. I mean, if you still have cycling, you know, listeners. Yeah. Coeur d'Alene has a bike path that's 70 miles long. Paved so bike path. Paved bike path. So I'm a roadie. I know you guys talk about in depth about these mountain biking, hardtail, softtail stuff, but the real thing is roadies. We should, you know, <laughs> I'm a roadie, so that's the m- most important thing in the world. But you All guys, then. seventy I'm sure miles you, though. Wow. But so it's seventy miles, and so if you ever go to, you know, around the country, they, you know, you're turning a lot of these rails to trails, yeah, into rails into trails, and they, um. There, that was one of them, and, and uh, but uh, paved. That one is paved, yeah. 
That's and, yeah, and there's that's a lot of money. There, there, yes, exactly. And there's another one up there that is the is for mountain bikes, which I'm sure that you guys would be interested in. Actually, you should really be interested in because of mountain bikes. It's called the Hiawatha um, Trail, which we didn't have a chance to go on it because we don't have we didn't have mountain bikes. But I'm we definitely want to go back there and talk about you know check it out because a mile of it is going through a tunnel like an old train. You need tu- to have lights. Yeah, you have to you have to have lights. It's a mile train tunnel. Like an old train used to go through this tunnel for a mile, but you yeah. can, the train is gone. Right. Now there's a path there, a dirt path, gravel, and you can ride through there for a mile on a bike. Awesome. And it's like, hey, I don't forget how many miles it is, but it's called the Hiawatha yeah. thing. And we're going to definitely go back there and check that out for the, you know, okay. for cycling and stuff. So after Idaho, we went over to Glacier National Park, checked that out, and then shot down south to, you know, Park City and back home. Awesome. Oh, really? So you, you almost did a straight shot back home. Pretty much, yeah. Wow. So um, I did the math. 5,000 miles, 20 miles per gallon? No idea. You know, I don't even know if we... I don't I don't think we figured that out. Although I'm averaging 20 miles per okay. gallon. Sure. Right. Uh, that's $1,000 in gas. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's probably about right. About right? Yeah. Yeah. So then basically 30 day vacation, Jonathan, for like 500 to a thousand dollars. Yeah. Not counting gas. But, you know, I mean, if you really want to upgrade, you pay for the five dollar hot springs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nature is yeah. free. I'm telling you. I yeah. know. Right. Everybody, it's, that's everybody who's listening should definitely go out and check part. out nature. Yeah. No, yeah. that's that's one. of. Th- I think that's the one thing we tried to stress or talk about or at least end the episode with. It's like get out there and do something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money. I mean, you can you can ride a bike. You can drive to the beach and sit in the sand, you know. Yeah. We're, we're cycling. We know each other from their cycling yeah. uh, realm. And we yeah. all, we, you know, like we always say is like, I don't care if you're riding a mile or a hundred miles, you're riding a bike. Yeah. At least you're riding. And and then some of us are lucky enough, Bruce, to ride a mountain bike as well. Mm, well <laughs> you know, there's always those type of people too. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know if I said earlier that we try not to go back to any place we've been. Right. But Idaho, we will definitely go back. Really? And we want to go back for at least two weeks because there's so much cycling out there. So, yeah. m- so many areas to cycle, whether it's, it's road or It's a relatively small relatively small state and i found out there's amazing amount of stuff to do there yeah awesome all right well guys um that was good I enjoyed uh, that very extensive thank you for sharing your stories thanks for the invite and there's still not enough time i don't think we even tapped into no, there's it never seems to be there's enough time there's going to need a need to be a part 4 yeah. of this um, just bring the scotch and the trail <laughs> mix. The scotch is staying. Well, Vinny is joining us next week because he's surprising his trip because he did a trip up north for yeah. 14 days. Uh, he goes to he does the Oregon coast and do a trip up north. What is he driving? Am I in Vinny's chair? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he drives a Land Rover, he drives the Land Rover. with a trailer. He's ah. got a like pop an off road off road pop up camper. Ooh, yeah, good, yeah. So we're gonna setup. hear his pros and cons so wait what is that called what we we're just we're really just calling everything camping at this point um but he he has the way his 
tent is set uh, or pop up, he can whatever. Go he, the game. He's over. He, he goes. He does a lot of off the grid camping. Yeah. Okay. Like, so not to interrupt you guys, but like since we are talking about camping in the van and everywhere we've been, one thing the re- the listeners need to know is that we are in a van. There is no clearance. Yeah. In the van. No, no. You're not going four wheeling in the van. Yeah. No, no. So it's like it's something like Vinny has is like that is definitely more. Yeah, he yeah. does. First of all, when it comes to that, yeah, he does forest. some off the grid camping where he does yeah. have to use the four wheel drive and yeah. a high clearance trailer does make it mm-hmm. advantageous for him. But he also does, you know, state park camping too. So yeah. it's just he has the ability to to venture further off grid, right. which is kind of his goal sometimes. Yeah, I mean, as much as we love the van, our limitation is clearance. Hey, yeah, no, for there sure. There are times that we 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 were at a road and we're like, no, we're not going down there. <laughs> so all you need is a three inch lift yeah. <laughs> on the Dodge Caravan. And it turns into a Mercedes Sprinter someday. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well at um, forty thousand dollars and you've got a Mercedes Sprinter. I'm interested to see the, the continuing improvements and upgrades to the van uh, as they as they come along mm-hmm. and your mm-hmm. fine woodworking mm-hmm. skills. Because I've seen your finished product, so I know you're mm-hmm. quite talented <laughs> as as a carpenter and yeah, cabinet and then maker. uh we'll we'll post up uh some pictures of you guys and the setup and stuff like that on Instagram. Yeah. You know, so. so Sweet. Yeah. And if everybody looks right over there, right out the window, <laughs> yep, you can see it from here. That's the weekend. Get out there, guys. Enjoy. Have fun. Thanks, Bruce, Lily. It's been a pleasure. Jonathan, as always. So awesome. So awesome, guys. See ya. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>